0: Hey, this is Jeff from the Simon Pro Podcast. If you notice, the background is a little bit different today. That's because we are at the Pacific Hackers Conference in Mountain View, California, and we're doing some live, although recorded, podcasts uh, for the next few days. So this is our friend Girish. He is the CTO and co-founder of a company named Kolfi. We're gonna talk a little bit about some Web3 applications that he's working on with his company coming up. Good afternoon. Uh,
1: Hey, hey, guys, Uh, this is Girish, by the way, and thanks, Jeff, for uh, hosting me uh, in today's program. Wonderful. Can you tell our audience a little bit about who you are? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Definitely. Uh, um, I'll keep it like, try to make it very simple, like, you know, so everybody can relate to the problem we are solving. Like we are doing a Web3 keyboard protocol. So when I say the keyboard, it's like a virtual keyboard that you Use in day-to-day activities, uh, in iOS, Android phones, uh, to just like type and like you know uh, chat with your friends. So, uh, first generation is the the alphabet keyboard, A to Z and one to zero, and the second generation are like multimedia keyboards where you have some gifs, stickers, some some memes that you can see on the keyboards and you can share. And what we are working on a third generation keyboard where a keyboard has uh, embedded like a wallet connected to it. You can check your balance and you can access your uh, Web3 assets. In Web3, like digital assets are like uh, very tightly bonded with uh, uh, with, with with your uh, accounts. So these keywords are like an easy way to access them. That's what we do. And uh, it's called cool free. So we're building a protocol. Uh, for for Web three keyboards, awesome,
0: awesome. We talked a little bit of, before we started recording about the customization mm-hmm. that we can do, whether it be geo mm-hmm. customization or even a personal customization. It can be deployed live mm-hmm. uh, within an environment, and because of where Web three is going with decentralization being the 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 keyword, um, we're able to share. The keyboards that we develop mm-hmm. and earn mm-hmm. uh, from the development that we do. Let's right. talk about that for a bit.
1: sure, definitely. Right? Like, uh, you mentioned, like, you know, it's a, it's a multi fold problem we're talking now. Uh, like, you know, one of the aspects is like in the current keyboard, there is no personalization experience in, in keyboards. It's like, it's just to a level, it's just like very uh, uh, forced right now. Too so, rigid, too, too rigid, and it's not easy to uh, create a personalized experience for like, you know, uh, for, a, for like a, t- a million people, uh, in an automated way, like, you know, we need to collect data first and you need to provide a, choose a good rules and you can, cannot just like push any content on their face. Right. So, uh, so personalization is one problem, uh, that we're solving and also, uh, performance, like, you know, we need, like, you know, uh, very, uh, very fully powerful keyboards in web three. So, uh, like you know, that's one one problem, and security is one problem. So, in in regular keyboards, there is no security. Like you know, you just log in as a default user. They profile you, and they can track in. In Web three, like you know, you can log in with a wallet. So, there is like a inbound, uh, inbuilt security in the mechanism in in Web three way of uh, uh, communication on the internet. So, I think uh, like keyboards are uh, uh, very are going to be very powerful uh, in in Web three where you have a wallet right next to it.
0: Awesome, awesome. You said something about security and that makes me think about, and decentralization. Both of those make me think about how how and where we are today and potentially some of the challenges that you might face because we live in web two right now and it's all about big data, right? All the companies are going after our data because they want to control what we see and what we do and what we buy. And there are some governments in the world mm-hmm. that try to control that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're generally in the APAC, but we won't mention them. <laughs> so so knowing that right now, we know where we want to go. We know the power that Web3 brings. But where we are today mm-hmm. is we're kind of still on Web2. Right. And that means that large corporations and potential nation states want to control our data. mm mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of lose this with decentralization. Mm-hmm. So how do we how how do we handle that? How do we make that jump?
1: Uh, I I have a couple of perspectives here. A uh, couple of points that makes uh, this conversation stronger. Um, I came from a third world country like uh, like India, right? Like for me, the cost is the most important thing. Uh, so if i use the web2 stack uh, like aws azure or google cloud i'm i'm paying like x amount of money if i use a web3 stack the cost is like kind of 90% down i pay only like 10% and 100% uptime okay. uh so uh cost is like you know like why why we choose everybody choose cloud like you know instead of maintaining our own servers because it's cost efficient and it's, it's effective in terms of performance uptime it's just like more reliable right so that is fundamental in web3 like you know like it's more more uh, distributed means like you know the funds are going to be like you know maintained by peer-to-peer network and and the cost is down uh and uh like if you see like you know why I like web3 is you know how many times ethereum mm-hmm. uh was down since 2015. Mm-hmm. do you know many <laughs> <So> you know. <laughs> okay. Zero is the answer. Okay. Ethereum was never down since 2015. Okay. How it is WhatsApp was down. Right. I don't want names, but uh, like, you know, like uh, Web3, like, you know, I don't have to worry about like, you know, I don't have to wake up in the middle of the night and say like, hey, are you able to do a transaction? These are like day-to-day problems of developers, right? So, so developers has like, you know, different problems to worry of, and like, you know, some of the problems are like fundamentally taken care and privacy and security are a big aspect of it. Once you're on a wallet, you don't have to disclose your details unless you need like a KYC for you know taking out some money. But you don't have to show off every keyboard stroke that you use. And on average, every person opens keyboard for like sixty to seventy times per day, per day, per day. Per day. And and you see like you saw like Brave, right? Brave was a browser on Web three, uh, or not on Web three? It's just like a internet browser where they pay you like hundred dollars every year if you tell them if you give them like you know your browser uh, history access so same way there is same kind of dynamics in your keyboard usage you don't have to be a loyal user for a keyboard uh, and, and be like you know uh, and, and not getting the reward for being a loyal user for a, for a keyboard uh, so that and and with, with web3 like i said like cost is effective uh, privacy there is like you know absolutely like there's phenomenal end to an encryption encryption that can be done and your keyboard is connected to blockchain so it's more safer than like you know uh like storing uh, it meant like you no know, just like disclosing your data like keyboard activity
0: right so that and so that brings us to the final question and a very interesting question mm-hmm. now you've already folded into the word blockchain into the conversation right and we know generally speaking the immutability of the record keeping as well as the uh preventability for anyone to go in there and modify anything without anybody seeing it. So those two things being said, mm-hmm. how does that help or benefit what you're
1: doing at your company with the keyboard? Right, right. So uh, keyboard is input-output mechanism. So it's pretty much like you know, it's like a gateway to your uh, hardware device, like a- mobile phone, or it's like a gateway to a to a metaverse. So it's like, we call it like a gateway. Um, and uh, so it's like a fundamental problem for every app and Dapp, like distributed apps, on like a metaverse game or anything. So every team, they have to, again, like uh, spend their own time and resources within their project to solve this problem, resolve the problem that we already solved and like have best practices on how to handle it. So instead of solving the reinventing the wheel, they can use the RSDK, plug it, and build on top of it. So we are drastically reducing uh, like, you know, four to six weeks, like for a lean team to have just like, they don't touch keyboards. If you you talk to any developer, they don't generally touch keyboards, unless they're like very good at, and these are like behavior habits, right? So there is a lot of expertise we put in, like uh, in terms of how the design and UI UX UH should be and uh, uh, and that's the reason we also made this uh, open source protocol. So all our designs are like available on on Git Repos and all our designs also like you know best practices designs are are available on Figma. So developers can fork, you can contribute and all. But uh, we have you can also deploy on your own servers or you can deploy our own infrastructure to run, to run this code and uh, connect the keyboard in like half a day or like you know one day. We're reducing four to six weeks of your development time with version one point with like, you know, one day you can have all analytics and you can take some really good insights and actionable decisions uh, on how you want to. Analytics quickly. Quickly from from day one. Right. So we're reducing the development time with with our SDKs. And and we're talking about like web three kind of cloud SDKs. Right. So these are like very real time in nature. You can update a configuration. From your mobile phone and deploy it and stuff like waiting you know
0: yeah uh, I, I think one of the key takeaways you just said and just to re- repeat it is that your developing time drops by 90 percent or more and thereby your costs will drop by 90 95 and when you're talking about the developing world and you said cost is king then mm-hmm. all of a sudden we have
1: something. of course like every day <laughs> yeah. because we know how much we're paying aws every month right. like you know as long as we have VCs, like, but it's a different conversation. I don't want to go with it. But uh, cost is like you know, something like developers and enterprises need to keep in mind. Cost, privacy, security. This is like all built-in. But uh, there are some different problems we run into on the new uh, onboarding is a big problem. So uh, and and we're making uh, a keyboard for Web three. It's like a keyboard for like a billion people. So we're bringing Web three to the masses mm-hmm. through through a keyboard experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Iterating faster and a much lower cost. Mm-hmm. What...
1: as a developer, like you know, Web three is all about developers. So we empower developers to uh, reduce the development times. Uh, you know, measure what you uh, build and 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 iterate fast. Fantastic. fantastic, fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Jeff, for giving the stage and uh, good luck to uh, Cyber Podcast. Uh, Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for watching the CyberPro Pro Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss out on new podcasts and bonus content.